This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. In the meantime, let's get to Tech Talks. We haven't had this in a while because we've had so many Mondays off, it seems, with Michael Babcock. App news, device reviews, security advice, and more. It's time to talk tech with me, Michael Babcock. Get your dose of ever-changing technology knowledge right here on Kelly and Romeo. Michael, it's been forever. How are you? I am doing well. And uh, Kelly's uh, dilemmas of talking while still being on mute sounds mm-hmm. like the story of my life sometimes. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's always... Then you wonder why you're being ignored. What the heck, guys? Come on. Yeah. I figured they're just deciding it's time to ignore me and move on with their lives, you know. Filtering, filtering. We, we do the whole there you go. talking and you think people can hear you, uh, especially when we have our meetings. And you're, oh, yeah, answering a question and you're muted or something like that. And everybody continues talking. And sometimes it falls in line with uh-huh. what you're saying. So you totally go through about a minute and realize... They're not hearing me. Yeah. They What's didn't going hear a on word here? I just said. <laughs> oh. There but is no parallel, well. right? Like with the visual versus tactile of muting and unmuting, unless it's a toggle button that stays toggled, you really don't have that Mm-mm. parallel to compare. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't go back to a microphone without monitoring in my headphones anymore. So yep. If I don't hear myself, I know others no can't idea. hear me. Uh, and so now I can't just go to just straight up headphones. True. True, true, true. Uh, but that's not what we want to talk about today, Michael. We want to talk, first of all, about Windows 11 because 2023 update was uh, recently released. So what's new for users? And there I go. I started talking and didn't hear myself. <laughs> Completely not intentional. So one of the big things that is new with uh, Windows 11 in the 2023 update is Copilot. And you have heard me and other tech people talking about Copilot. Mm-hmm. Copilot gives you the ability to prompt your computer and ask questions about information both on your computer and on the web. If you have uh, access to Bing and you've played with the Bing chat feature, this is kind of like Bing chat, but on another level. Um, there's updates coming to Office because Office is separate from Windows. And those updates to Office are going to include the ability to have the computer write an email that sounds like you. And that's going to be based on the Copilot technology. So think of Copilot as your assistant on Windows. Here's another cool thing that uh, I, I discovered, and I did not realize this was coming. So forever, you've been able to change the volume on your Windows computer in multiple different places. And uh, one of the things that you've been able to do, at least since Windows 10, is adjust the volume for applications specifically. But that process has been kind of convoluted to get into that screen so you can go turn down Chrome or turn up Edge or vice versa, mute whatever applications playing audio you don't want to hear. Um, now you can simply use the control windows V for volume keystroke, and that'll pop you into that volume mixer. So you can use your arrow keys to uh, locate the application you want to adjust, tab into that application, and then adjust either the input, output, destination, or volume levels. You also can hide the time and date from the system tray. If that's something for you, I prefer to have it because there are days I'm like, what day is it? Uh, what, what do I got to do today? <laughs> but that is an option if you need more real estate. Also, there's a new home file, uh, home 
folder opening when you get to file managers uh, in Windows Explorer, which is awesome uh, if you like changes. And a lot of us, myself included, do not. So there's some ways you can get the previous look to your file explorer. But if you open file explorer with Windows key plus E, then you may see something a little bit different. Don't be too jarred. And then lastly, there is uh, the ability to unzip or uncompress multiple different file formats. So .tar, .rar, .tar, .gz, not just zip files. So if you're uh, needing to uncompress files, that's super exciting to have that available. That is so handy. Um, you've mentioned system tray. I've got a computer where it just disappeared altogether. But it's interesting <laughs> what, what, what one chooses to keep there and not have there. Um, again, very very personal choice, but uh, such a, a thing that is individual. Um, Michael, when should I get this update? And is there a way to speed up the process? Yeah, so you should have it anytime. It should be available right now as an update. If it's not available, you can go to settings by pressing Windows key plus I like Indigo, and this will put you into the Windows settings. Right there, you can locate the update option, which is the very last act option in that category. And then locate the link that says be among the first to get the latest in Windows security updates, fixes, and improvements, and make sure that that is turned on. When you turn that on, I suggest restarting your computer. And then after you're done restarting your computer, go back to that update section and have it checked for updates. And chances are it'll find that update, make it available for you. How has your experience been with the update, Mike? I'm not using Copilot because uh, Parallels uh, does not like me pressing Windows key C because Parallels interprets that as command C or uh, also control C. So uh, some keystrokes get a little weird wow. in Parallels on the Mac. Uh, but for the most part, I haven't had any issues and I'm super glad that I found that keystroke to be able to uh, quickly bring up the volume control because it, that's nice. Mm. Uh, on the Mac, I use SoundSource to quickly adjust volume. So I may just use the default volume control on Windows now. I like it, especially that I, I run into the same thing, scrambling. And depending whether I'm using my personal machine or the work machine, it's like, oh, where am I? What do I do here? Michael, what is the copulate feature and how can we quickly activate it? Yeah, so this is Copilot, and you can quickly activating it. I was with wondering the, that yeah, stuck together. All I was like, Hold on, that doesn't <laughs> sound right, boy. That's uh, yeah. yeah. But Windows C will let you activate it. And if that doesn't work for you, you can press your tab key from your desktop and get over to the system uh, taskbar and then press enter on the Copilot option to be able to bring that up and uh, know that you may need to toggle your virtual viewer or uh, browse mode on and off in order to get to the edit field. Once you're in that edit field, you simply type your question, hit enter and wait for the response, uh, similar to the Bing chat experience on Edge. Oh, nice. nice. Okay. Uh, so you've also been part of some podcasts recently related to Windows and making some of these settings and changes of settings. So can you talk about some of the things that you learned on how to make the Windows experience a bit better? Yeah, so one of the biggest podcasts that, uh, that we found out uh, while experimenting with this is um, – if you press Alt-Tab and you realize that there are several different Microsoft Edge windows, 
you may want those to go away and, and shrink themselves back into tabs so you don't have to alt tab through all of them. Uh, thanks to Jeff Bishop, and he came on Technically Working and shared with Demasi and I that, and we talked about it on Double Tap. Uh, if you go into your Windows settings, you go down to System, and then you go to Multitasking, there's a combo box that allows you to change the positioning of items and stop them from snapping and being available in your alt tab order. So change that combo box to uh, never make available an alt tab. And once you do that, then you can use control tab to navigate the different tabs that are open in Microsoft Edge, and they're not in the way while you're trying to alt tab to get to that other application. Awesome. Okay, sir. That's amazing. Good stuff there. Uh, let's go to your Mac OS Sonoma, which is now available publicly. What are some changes users can expect? You'll have widgets on your desktop, which means quick access to information on the desktop uh, to get those details, and some of them are able to be interacted with. You also have Safari profiles. So if you want your favorites and history for your personal stuff to be separated from work, you can set up a separate work profile. Mm. Everything is completely isolated. It's about time, Safari. Uh, that's been available in Chrome and Edge for quite a while. Uh, there's also an easier screen sharing. Now, the directions I found for this is to make the application you're looking for uh, to share into full screen, and then there should be a share screen. I was never able to find that option, but there is a utility now in Sonoma called screen sharing, which allows you to pick what you want to share your screen to. You can get to that utility by pressing Command Shift U in the Finder and then locating screen sharing and opening it. Okay. Um, I didn't know about the profiles thing in Safari. Well, not in Safari, but in uh, Edge and Chrome, as you said. But it's interesting because you can kind of use all these different ways to keep your search private nowadays, right? That's like one of the options you can do that. Uh, what has your experience been like with this update with Sonoma? It's been pretty stable, except for I've ran into some issues with Safari where uh, sometimes I get stuck into a collections list of links that I've sent to other people or other people have sent to me. <laughs> and the, the text of the web page just goes away. So I have to completely close out of what I'm doing and reopen. That drives me crazy. I did, uh, as of today, hit the hide sidebar in the toolbar. So hopefully that'll stop. But aside from that, it's been fairly stable. Is it just a focus thing? Like your cursor ends yeah. up somewhere? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, your cursor ends up somewhere, but then that somewhere ends up hiding the text on the web page. Even oh, if you go annoying. to the splitter bar and expand it, it still just says collection. So, uh, and pressing command grave accent does not take me to mm -mm. the web page. Okay. Can you share us a tip for adding widgets to your desktop on Mac uh, OS Sonoma? Yeah, so if you press VOO, this will take you into your notification center. A quick side note, pressing VOO again will dismiss the notification center. Escape does not. Choose the Edit Widgets button and press VO space on that. Find the widget that you want to add and press mm -hmm. VO shift space to double click on that widget. Uh, or you can use the actions keystroke to be able to go up to the uh, menu. And on that menu, there's an option that says add widget to desktop. I have not found a way to reorganize those widgets uh, as of right now. I have yet to be convinced that widgets are mm, good things to have or, you know, something to experiment <laughs> with. I don't know. I just feel like it's a eh, nice to have maybe, but not really essential. Yeah. I think for us, it's a it can be a nightmare in a certain yeah, sense. Like, and just like, what am I going to download like, this just to find out that it's not even accessible as a widget? You know, the experience is completely visual or something. Fingernail 
just stuff that I just don't necessarily mm -hmm. get enough, but, but they're helpful. Yeah. Essentially, I'm like, who cares about widgets? But anyways, that's my opinion. Um, if I'm yeah. running Ventura, should I be updating to Sonoma? What's your opinion? Um, maybe. I think uh, having yourself, uh, if if you if you want to use widgets, so if you're like Romeo and you don't <laughs> really find the value in them, maybe not. Uh, but if you do want, is that the also, only reason to upgrade to Sonoma? Well, 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 no, no. The the other reason I had to pick on you there though. But the other reason is if you want those profiles, then it might be All worth right, updating. Yeah. Uh, sure. Maybe give it a little bit though, so they can get that that Safari issue figured out. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh -huh. uh, Mike, let's try to slide this one in. Envision had a webinar a couple of weeks ago. What did they announce? Yeah, they announced a uh, accessible QR scanner that will give you some information about QR codes from further away. And now a uh, $150 US dollar um, rental program, I guess you'd call it, because that doesn't expire. So you pay that every month to get access to the glasses, which might make the glasses a little bit more accessible to some if all you want to do is try them out. Can you do a 30-second um, shout out to the Double Tap episode that was released Friday the 13th? Yeah, so Demasi, Jeff, myself, and Sean took over Stephen's show and actually talked tech for 52 <laughs> minutes. And we talked about settings you should make to your Windows or Mac computer when you reset it or when you take your computer out of the box. Oh, good one. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Have a good show.